afternoon and welcome back to another episode of the podcast wow i fucked that up already good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of the takedown podcast wow i completely fucking forgot the name for a moment um as always brought to you by phone soap go to phonesoap.com use the code takedown and get 20 percent off of your order guys today's guest i met in the most unconventional way possible you guys ever heard of the fucking fish man huey crowley the walmart guy the method i love that guy and so does this guy. What is up, the Jiggy Conquistador, Frank Ortiz? Hey, what is up, guys? It's great to be here. Dude, I'm so glad that you're here, bro. Like, I literally, <laughs> like, I was, I was, I was trying to plan this shit out, like, so I could, I could get you on here. Uh, dude, you were also Frazzle the Drawing Clown, yeah? I am. That is, that is my alter ego right now. Whenever I go on the Omegle to just stream, uh, it's actually a funny story as. Oh, oh, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was oh, gonna yeah, say so you just you just make and fuck with people. <laughs> no, it's not really fucking with them. It's like uh, it all started because um, I mean, back in college, I used to do this thing where just to practice drawing, I would go on like 4chan. I thought 4chan was the perfect uh, website because it was all anonymous. You know, people really didn't care. I'd go on like yeah. uh, like I don't know the 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 B forum. Or the, whatever, and just start a thread like, yo, I'll draw you if you post a picture of yourself. I'll draw anything you want, right? And people love that shit. They just like post a picture of themselves and I would I would draw it. But I, I recently went on 4chan to try and do that. Um, and it just like, for some reason, it, it fucked up. Like you just can't, you know, I make a thread and it takes me to some other thread. I can't find my thread. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, dude, I've not been on 4chan in years, but like, that's how the, the whole QAnon thing got started was, was, uh, 4chan, right? I have, I have a theory about 4chan. That's like, if you're on 4chan, your IQ is either below 40 or like above 200. Oh yeah. You yeah. either, you either, yeah, you gotta be on a different wavelength in some way, shape or form. Oh yeah. It, it, it's like, it's the most free internet, you know, and I've seen some really wholesome moments as well as just some horrible, horrible moments on that board or, or like just on that website in general. I'm on a, I'm on a Reddit group called uh, green text. You ever seen that shit where like they take like oh, yeah. the worst stories from 4chan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be me nine years old at movie theater, you know, shit my pants. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I'm so glad somebody else knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> Oh, I love that shit, man. I used to, I used to sit in my, in, in like high school and think about like, oh man, what can I take from today and turn it into like a green text and go home and try to get like at least some replies on fucking R9K or, or, or some shit. Is that, uh, was that your that goal was, uh, in high school? That was my goal. Well, my goal in high school was to become internet famous. And then I oh, found word. out about like the deep web. Uh, I found about the deep web, like, and I was like, "Oh no, nah, the internet fame is totally not worth it." And I got into drugs yeah. like for a long time, <laughs> yeah, for quite a while. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, like you were like, "Yeah, I wanted to be internet famous," and I started doing drugs. <laughs> it was weird. Like, I had like my own, 
like my own mini rock star cycle without ever anyone knowing who the fuck I was. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, dude. What was that like? Uh, all right. So I have to give you kind of like the context of how it starts. Um, okay. I'm a high school guy, you know, junior and I'm walking around and I have this like one kid who I kind of know who's like through a mutual friend. And he just like always showed up to school every single day smelling like liquor, like just fucking straight brandy. Um, he stunk and everyone was like, dude, that guy's going to shoot up to school one day. You know, he had like, oh, he'd always wear like a, he was that he kid. Always, yeah. He would always, my philosophy was like, you know, the, the old Dane cook, like philosophy is like, Oh, if you're friends with the shooter, you won't get shot thing. Oh, so I was hell like, okay. yeah, dude. Fucking adapt, <laughs> so, improvise, overcome. You were a step ahead, dude. <laughs> so I befriended that kid. And um, one day he comes up to me, you know, obviously stinking of just liquor and cigarettes. And he's like, yo, I, I'm going to tell you a secret, but you, you, you got to keep it a secret. Okay. And I'm like, all right, man. What's up, man? He's like, I just, I just mined a bunch of Bitcoin. I'm like, nice. What? That's cool. Get the fuck out of here. When, like, what? <laughs> yeah he, he hit like he hit uh, like a massive amount like eighty thousand dollars worth of bitcoin at the time um and we just had all this money and this is back before you could actually use bitcoin to actually do things like this is before like the bitcoin atms existed it was just like yeah yeah, yeah. what do you do with this money you know <laughs> it was like it so, was like you had a shitload of euros living in america yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so finally, he's just like, he's like, look, man, we're just going to spend it all on the Silk Road and just like order all this shit to our houses oh, and uh, get super high. Fucking Silk Road. It, yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it was absolute, like literally insane shit. Like we were living almost like Mexican drug lords at some point. Or at Dude, least what that's... that felt like. Dude, we're five <laughs> minutes in and this is already, this is already exactly what I needed. Bro. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. No, seriously. What were you guys fucking yeah, buying? Like, like you guys were buying like blow and like grenade launchers and shit? Well <laughs> he's well, well when he, he introduced me, he told me his big rules were he was not gonna buy anything that was like not drugs. You know, he was only gonna buy drug shit. And I was like, Alright, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no guns, no guns or anything. He wasn't yeah, he wasn't down with any of that shit or like buying credit cards or whatever, right? So he we, – we both started out just like, okay, let's get a little acid. Let's get a couple ecstasy. You know, let's get a couple of this, couple of that, right? Just like, you know, baby stuff or whatever. You know, yeah. a, t- a ton of weed. We got a ton of weed for the, for like really cheap. Um, mushrooms, obviously, acid. And then finally we were like, ah, you know, and then we like bumped up. We got some cocaine, like a little tiny brick, you know? Which was like surreal because this was before we understood like how normal brick? people buy cocaine or like your average. <laughs> yeah, like we bought a small brick, you know. <laughs> like we dropped like two, three k on a small, you know, a tiny brick. Um, and we would just like kind of un- we unwrapped it from the plastic and like we would pass it back and forth on a little on like a platter. <laughs> uh, it it was it didn't take very long. It only. Yeah, we were we were like, um, like good god, it, this lasted all the way into my graduation. So, like, this lasted like at least a whole year, because uh, I remember doing graduation practice while really high on amphetamines, uh, and it didn't take long. 
for us to figure out like what our poison was. You know what I mean? Mexican grade. Mexican grade amphetamines at that. No, like there's just that. This is the one. You know, he he really got into like the downers, and I really got into the uppers. So like we had this weird like we were falling apart from each other. We're like uh, on two completely different wavelengths. Then yeah completely and then we like built these weird traditions that we had like um i'll give you a perfect example like i i we both skipped our prom my senior prom his junior prom and it was because we wanted to get together and uh play this game that we had invented called like hitler and the american spy uh okay basically (laughs) (laughs) so the way that hitler and the american spy works is it um first you have to take like at least three hits of acid and three hits of like ecstasy. I mean, if you've got like Molly Rock, that's fine. Uh, probably about like if you're playing at home, don't really go higher than 120 milligrams on the Molly Rock, and uh, three tabs of acid should be fine, right? <clears throat> now you and your partner or whoever Wait, can you're I playing just, with. Can I just say you you guys had this like to a science? We had it to a science. We really did. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you're basically going to want to get down to your underwear. This is kind of this game is played kind of in the style of like ancient Greece or ancient Rome. Uh, <laughs> you want to get down to your underwear, and basically the objective of the game is you you don't get your roles. There's two roles. There's Hitler and there's the American spy. You don't get your roles until someone assumes the position of laying flat on their stomach on the ground. Once you're flat on the ground on your stomach, that means you are automatically the American spy. And then Hitler can then attack you, and then you wrestle for however long you're high. I see. I could. I could just listen to you talk all day long. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but we skipped our we skipped our prom to do that, and, and that was kind of like a lot of the shenanigans of you know having eighty thousand dollars in Bitcoin uh, in high school. Did you like? <laughs> did it occur to you that you were like essentially rich? Well. That was the problem was that we couldn't we couldn't do anything else with it. Like we really couldn't. So for every other like purpose, we weren't rich. You know, like if we got really high on a bunch of coke, we couldn't like go out and get pizza, you know? We, we didn't have any money for that. We only <laughs> we had money to, to order more drugs. Or we could yes, take our yes, drugs and sell it to people. Yeah, we definitely couldn't. We, I mean, we could take our drugs and like sell it to people, but we didn't have. And we, the only people that we had to sell to people were our friends, and we didn't sell it to them. We just kind of like passively gave people stuff that asked for stuff. Damn. Yeah, well, hell yeah. We, so we you didn't guys really like, believe in like selling. You, know? you guys were like the best <laughs> At the time, drug yeah. dealers ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's I can true. respect it, dude. I like it. <laughs> um, there were a couple times that like okay, for there was one time we. Well, I took, like, a hundred tabs, and I, I put, like, two of them in, um... Do you know, like, those, those slips of plastic that you put Pokemon cards in? Uh, yeah, like, the we took. Yeah, we took, like, a standard, like, uh, deck of, like, playing cards, and we individually packed each one into a sleeve, and then put, like, two tabs in each sleeve. And I, you know, I went out with this band, and we drove up to, um... What the fuck did we drive up to? Like, Vermont. Like, weird, like, northeastern hippie liberal school um i I totally forgot uh bennington is the name of the college we were at bennington college 
and I had all this acid, and I was like, dude, I'm going to make a fucking killing selling this acid to these hippie, uh, hippie kids. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I get into the dorms, and I'm like, yo, I've got LSD in large quantities. Who's want some? And pretty much... The, the <laughs> you can trust me. <laughs> you know what's funny is that by the time I was like making sales propositions, I was probably already tripping major sack. Oh, so, <laughs> so I'm just sitting there like, yo, 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 check it out. I got playing cards over here, guys. Fucking beatboxing play- to them. <laughs> But then, like, the first guy comes up to me, and he's like, yeah, we have, like, we've totally got, like, a totally gray acid connect. It's really cheap up here. I'm like, what? Damn, bro. Liberals strike again. <laughs> they, they fucking got me, man. I got outplayed in, like, the, uh, you know, the capitalism of the of big acid. <laughs> Damn, man. Don't you, it, I ain't got a crime shame. Man, it happens all too often. Uh, so, are you, okay, so I found you via, like, Huey Crowley, but what really kept me around was, like, your art. So, were you, like, artistically driven at this point, or no? Oh, yeah, I I mean, I've always been, like, you know what, I've always been about art, like, when I was young. I was obsessed with, like, cartoon characters, and I was just, like, a cartoon network kid at that, you know, when I was young. But, um, I didn't get back into art until like my sophomore year of college when I was like trying to date this girl that was really into watercolors and I was like fuck how do I impress this girl <laughs> I started bullshitting <laughs> started bullshitting oh, around yeah. with a pen and I was like hey check it out I do art too and she was like wow that's pretty good and I didn't realize it but like all those years of like drawing or redrawing like cartoon characters on the internet was like it, it bolstered my fundamentals to an absurd level, to the point that I could just, like, you know, she was like, oh, try this, and she was, like, giving me weird, like, art things, and I was, like, just playing with them, and she's like, wow, that's really good, (laughs) so I was like, that's great, and it wasn't until we started dating, and she was like, you know, you're a really great artist, and I was like, oh, I was like, I'm an artist, I can be an artist, I'm an artist, (laughs) it, uh, (laughs) dude, you have, like, such a cool style, too, like, is it, like is that style because you've you've done so many psychedelics or is it just like something that like I I think it's a mix. It's it's definitely a uh influenced by the psychedelics in some uh, in some ways. Um I think I I like to make things look like very drippy, you know, drippy or round or just like um fluid a yeah, little bit. Yeah. And that's very reminiscent of like many acid trips. Dude, I like uh, I kept fucking with you and saying that they looked like King of the Hill characters, but I love like that style. <laughs> and then I do, yeah, ahead. I love King of the Hill. I I love that shit. Dude, I I fell in love with those the the ones that you were doing, and then there's another one. Uh, I just now sent it to you. You just you just captioned it. Yep, but it's like I think it <laughs> might be a self. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, like a self portrait kind. of, You know what I'm saying? The red one. Yeah, that is definitely yeah. That is a, a self-portrait. Um, that that original whole black drawing uh, was dr- drawn on like a little piece of watercolor paper, and then I scanned it, and then that background picture is actually of like milk that I just like took a picture of. It was like spilt milk. <laughs> I thought it looked funny, so then I like Photoshop edited it up to pink. 
Uh, and then at the time, the the, the Ahagao face was like very popular. So I, I photoshopped a bunch of those like anime Ahagao faces in the back. I guess I I, I, I hate to be the guy. It's like the pretentious. Like, well, this was a commentary on. But um, I I really did. I was seeing a lot of that like girls on my Instagram page that were just like doing the Ahagao face. And I was like, it's kind of popular. <laughs> Give how, long, rest. <laughs> how long does it take you to put one piece together like this? Because like there's like just looking at it, like there's like so th- was there three different levels to this? Like like layers. Yeah, the, yeah, the, it's it's not long. I mean, Photoshop. I've been playing around with that since I was in like the eighth grade, so I've got a pretty working understanding of how to take any laptop or computer and quote unquote legally purchase Photoshop CS six. And then work on something. You uh, you mean like legally purchasing it via like the bay? <laughs> oh, yard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've never paid for uh. Oh fuck! I don't know if I should say this. I've never. All right, yeah. So, Pirate Bay was my shit, bro, and I've never paid always, for Fruity Loops or anything. Yeah, I've like I I I go that route for everything. But I'm always worried because, like, you, you, you're always so surprised when these huge media corporations or whatever, they, like, email you and they're like, hey, this is cease and desist. You're like, what? You know? Oh, dude, I want my ass with like, cease and desist fucking papers. <laughs> I remember on my old uh, Instagram page, uh, I did, like, some kind of, like, Mickey Mouse satire thing where I did, like, a drawing of my style of Mickey Mouse. And I got, like, a, a message from somebody that was like, you can't do this or whatever. I was like, yeah, bullshit. Wait, and then no the, shit? the post got reported. Yeah, someone like reported my thing and it got taken down. I was like, what? Who the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I post more like uh, naked women than I've posted Mickey Mouse now. I, I This is, they forced my hand. They forced my hand. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> bro, I, uh, how come you've not started your own podcast, bro? That's what I'm wondering. I, me and my friend... We, we have a lot of these. I mean, I recently moved from New Jersey. I, used to, I grew up in Jersey City for a lot of my, you know, my life. And I recently moved to California. And so I've had no real, like, friend interaction. I guess no one has the past year. But um, mine is unique in, like, every night I have to call one of my friends. And we sit on, like, Discord and we record what we talk about. And we've been thinking about doing, well, we're calling it a podcast, but we have no one to edit it for us. Or, or he's just a perfectionist also. Bro, I swear, if you if you'll put it out, bro, I will fucking edit that shit for you because you're <laughs> you're a fucking interesting character, bro. You know you know what you kind of remind me of is like one of those people that you fucking meet and they're secretly like a like a reincarnation of like Gandhi or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I actually can tell you that specifically the play the, the part of Spain that my family is from. Uh, they're actually it's the same region that Picasso is from, so I don't know. I hate I, I don't want to flex that one, but I mean, what you kind of <laughs> done just now? Like you unzipped your pants and you just pulled your dick out and just showed everybody. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, hey, I'm I'm pretty much Picasso. <laughs> I I love I love saying that because it's like uh, it's one of the most southern parts of Spain, and it's like. Picasso's from there. Even though Picasso's not my favorite Spanish artist, I, I like Dali better. But Dali's not from uh, Malaga. Have you been to Spain? 
Uh, I've I've been twice, and it's uh, it's very nice. Yeah. Did you backpack it or? No, no. It's just like a family trip kind of thing. I have a uh, a friend who uh, he backpacked Spain when he graduated high school, and he said it was absolutely gorgeous. I've always wanted to, but dude, that's a lot of fucking walking right there, bro. I <laughs> I feel like uh, growing up in almost abject poverty has trained my legs to walk for uh, for miles. You know, I just I can I can kill it. Fucking same, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Where did you grow up? I used to have this joke where I would like tell people that I was like. <laughs> I would tell people that I'm the certified like 19 fastest walker in Jersey City, New Jersey, and and you know what? I don't. I'd still take that. I'd say I'm maybe 14 fastest. Oh fuck yeah, dude! You got a little bit quicker over the years. Yeah, I think so, man. What, wait, is it because <laughs> your your legs got longer? You think? I uh, no, I think now I ride a bike, so now I think like you know I've got those quick twitch responses uh, I didn't have before. Word. Also, I, I care about my body. You know, I'm not, you know, I feel like it, at, at 16, I was probably strung out way too much to be walking too fast. You know, I got body aches, my knees hurt, back hurts. But nowadays, I got purpose, you know, I'm, I'm on my way, you know. Yeah, yeah, Do you, I mean, on like a serious note, did you, um, did you acknowledge that you had a drug problem at like a young age? Or was it one of those things like you never realized it until you reflected back? Or did you have a drug I, problem? Know, or was it just like a weekend for, kind of thing? Uh, Nah, it was, it was for a long time, I kept looking at it as like, this is hilarious, and uh, totally, I don't give a, like, I couldn't give a rat's ass about what was going to happen, and then it wasn't until way later, like, I had already been through college, that I was like, okay, this needs to stop, and uh, yeah, I cleaned up my act, it, it took, uh, took a while, it took me losing a lot of things, and, and losing a lot of shit to be like okay here we go we gotta stop this you know? was there like a defining moment or was it just like you just felt like shit oh for sure for sure i i got into this huge 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 argument with my mother and realized that like that we were not just like we couldn't work out our differences and then i was like homeless for a little while i was homeless for like maybe three or four weeks that kind of sucked sucked to ask like moving my shit from like one person's house to the next person and uh the worst part about being like recently homeless is like you've got all your shit and like as you're moving it from point a to point b you start to like make these like weird rush decisions like fuck it i'll just throw away all this shit or i'll just throw away this too and it's not until like two or three months later that you're like situated again that you realize like fuck, i lost like that wu-tang hoodie i had you know Oh, bro, I cut the sleeves off of a Wu-Tang shirt and instantly regretted it. <laughs> that actually sounds, that sounds pretty dangerous. I like that. Yeah, dude, I was like, fuck, man, this sucks, dude. You ever got a tattoo and instantly hate it? I've only got one tattoo and I love it. I think about it every day. I actually, it's, I was um, looking at that tattoo earlier. That is, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. I love it, man. It was done by uh, Philip Rucato. He, he, check him out on, on Instagram, Philip Ucrado Tattoos. He, uh, is great, man. He, I, I'd never gotten a tattoo before. I had just moved to this city in California. And I was thinking, like, you know, how, I gotta take a chance. I'm riding around on my bike. And I just see this guy smoking a cigarette outside the tattoo shop. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> you think you could do this? You know? And he, he looks at it. He's like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> and I put all my trust in him. I'm too trusting. That's my one downfall. But I guess it's also my upfall, 
because he did a great job. Dude, it looks awesome. That Robert Crumb, dude, it's fucking sick. Man, I love it. That's also my inspiration too. Is just Robert Crumb defining for me uh, what an artist is because I feel like an artist. Uh, primarily their job isn't to their audience. I feel like it's to themselves. And I think Robert Crumb really exemplifies that with his, the fact that he uh, he gave up doing, like, keep on trucking ads and shit so that he could draw himself fucking a bunch of thick women. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I'm so intrigued by you, Brad. I'm so intrigued by your life. And I, I read that you were writing a book. Dude, is that, like, accurate or are you... Were you joking? I, 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 was, I was on like a weird manic episode around that downfall point. And that was kind of around that downfall point. I was writing a book and I still kind of do have a lot of those essays written. But um, I kind of gave that up. You know, it's just so much work to... I, I think if I, if I was going to write anything, what I would want to write is just like short, short skits that could be, you know, developed into like small videos. I, uh, I loved your, uh, what is it, the story of the cum tribute? Oh, yeah, yeah, the cum catacombs. Yeah, yeah, the cum catacombs. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Honestly, when you read that, though, like, I was like, yo, I've fucking been there, bro. Like, where you get super manic or you get super... Uh, oh, yeah. Like, dude, like, like in 2018, like, I was, like, in the same spot. Like, I was, like, an alcoholic. But I was an alcoholic for, like, like because I was, like, quote, unquote, like, living the dream. Like, I was fucking... I wanted to be, like, the guy everybody wanted to fucking party with and, like... Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. <clears throat> yeah, so, like, whenever you were reading that, like, even though, like, a lot of it's, like, very, like, comedic and, like, funny, but I was like, yo, I fucking, I know that feeling. You know what I mean? That's that's my favorite kind of humor. My favorite kind of humor is the one that, like, thinly masks, like, really true pain, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that's like, the like, thing about art, too, bro, is, like, art is, like, an expression of pain on pretty well every level. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what I, that, but that, that kind of story was just like, was pretty, well, it was written, first of all, like totally yoinked on, um, on some speed. It was totally high. Fucking Mexican grade or not? Um, actually the best speed I can say, bar none, comes from Norway. No shit. Comes from, comes from Norway, my friends. Those fucking Uh, Vikings had it going on, huh? Shout out to my Norwegians. You guys are nuts man (laughs) (laughs) that shit is like you know that you know that scene in um in spider-man the first one with toby mcguire you know that scene where he like finally realizes he doesn't need his glasses oh yeah that's what that's what it feels like was that you that's yeah oh yeah hell yeah actually i can give you an even better a better analogy uh if you guys uh are deal with analogies based on sound think about this uh when it hits you it feels like the you know the law and order sound the dun 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 dun, dun. yeah dun dun you know it just hits like that you know dude I, so i've said uh every time in my life that i've ever ingested psychedelics i've always had that mario uh like you know like when they go in the tunnel and it makes the noise yeah dude it's always that fucking noise bro every single time for me i just uh oh like whenever i'm about to ingest psychedelics i I always get into this weird like uh i i don't do them anymore because i'm just like i'm convinced they're just not good for me anymore uh i had like a dmt vision that was just like 
I just kept doing DMT trying to find like some like sacred knowledge and finally I hit this like layered dimension where this being like not with words but like through a signal like an electrical signal hit me with like what you search for is not in this realm and I was like shit you met like Gandalf you think <laughs> no it was like you know it was like a, a blue being a blue being that was just like what you search for is not in this realm and I was like fuck dude I, I ain't gonna lie dude like I, I'm a ride or die for psychedelics like in the like trying to get them legalized but like they're not for me like I'm too manic and yeah. like, my anxiety's too bad, bro. Like I just can't handle them, like at all. Even I've, when I was, I've had like yeah. Even when I was sixteen, experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. when I was sixteen, like before, like I think my anxiety's a lot worse now. But even when I was like sixteen, seventeen years old, like I, I couldn't even handle them then. But I just didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I feel like nobody can. Uh, that's the one question I really hate getting from people. Was always like, dude, am I ready? Do you think I'm ready for this, bro? Do you think I'm ready? Cause it's like, you're, you're never ready. I don't think anyone's ever ready. I don't think anyone's ever taken a psychedelic like mushrooms, acid, mescaline, DMT for the first time and then been like, yeah, like I'm totally prepared. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They just do a kickflip and they, they look cool. They put on their sunglasses and they're like, yeah. (laughs) I, uh, so I'm, I, I will go to the desert like with a shaman and getting like the little teepee. I'll sweat out all the toxins. Like, I'll do it then, bro. In, like, a truly, um, like, a religious, like, sacred, spiritual setting. But just sitting on somebody's couch, like, that shit just ain't for me. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to, I, I, I ain't totally, trying to, yeah. <laughs> I totally respect people like you, but I was totally the opposite. Throughout all of, because of, like, my experience in high school, throughout all of college, I was just that kid sitting on a couch that was just waiting for somebody to be like, bro, you want to try this? Be like, yeah. <laughs> My, uh, so I guess it's part of like the ego thing too. Did you ever have an ego death? Uh, I don't think, so. I don't really think I did. Um, there were definitely times I thought I died, like for real. Like I, I, you know, I did too much acid and then someone gave me a whip it and I was just like, no. And I literally was like, <laughs> transported to the <laughs> 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 like the shadow realm immediately fuck dude you got banished hard <laughs> it was crazy like i remember there was one time i was just tripping like and and i was all snug and somebody's like wrapped me up in like this nice fluffy blanket and i was so comfortable around friends and shit and someone was like frank yo you want to hit this whip it and i knew what it would do if i hit it and i was like nah man i'm good man and he was like, bro, I really think that you should hit this whip it. And he smiled at me, and I smiled at him. And, like, I knew what was going to happen, but I was like, all right, I'll hit the whip it. So, I, you know, I grabbed the balloon, and I... <laughs> and immediately as I r- release, it was just like, you have been banned! From you had that soldier boy, you! <laughs> yeah. Fucking crank that into the fucking shadow realm, bro. I don't know how my brain did this, but honestly, his head and his girlfriend's head were the only things that stayed, like, true from this world. And everything else became, like, you remember the ending to the Powerpuff Girls when it was like, and now the day is saved, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the hearts expanding from the two of them as they floated closer to me. And I was like, oh, my. 
and like immediately my brain forgot that I did drugs and I was like what happened and then immediately he goes what happened did you die and I was like what (laughs) and I just thought I died I was like oh no I died but I didn't it was just I was banished yeah that's fucking dude that's so cool like that's what I'm saying bro (laughs) like I don't know how my brain did that So wait, wait, wait. Let me let me back up. Let me back up though. You were talking about you were you were homeless. You were homeless while yeah, also homeless. while also rich as fuck via Bitcoin though. Nah, by that time I was already like out of college. By the time we got to college, or at least I got to college, we had already spent eighty thousand dollars. Fuck. Wait. So yeah. Okay. So th- so th- this guy does he still own like a shitload of Bitcoin or? Nah, man. He is he is as broken the Bitcoin as uh, as I am at this point. <laughs> Damn, are you guys like kind of kicking yourself or nah? Uh, I haven't spoken to him in a while. Um, it's it. You know what's really funny is that like he actually was saved from drugs in like the strangest way by Ben Shapiro. I know at like how ridiculous that might sound, but he started watching Ben Shapiro videos and it got him to kick like a really bad opiate addiction really yeah that's very impressive (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah it was like i totally you know like it was around the era when like those ben shapiro owns liberal videos really got popular like first got popular yeah yeah, yeah. maybe like 2018 2019 that's when he was really no no before that 2017 yeah that's when he was saved. <laughs> I just recently seen Ben on uh, Impulsive, and like I, I guess I knew who he was, but I didn't know who he was. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I was very confused for a moment. <laughs> I can. I've tried to master doing a really good Ben Shapiro impression. It's like you know what, dude? You I actually thought... sound like a guy that would do really good impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I I was always a kid that was like always making little noises to myself or whatever or trying to imitate sounds because me and my cousin would play this game where like we lived in i lived in new jersey but he lived in queens so we would go visit him so whenever like we were in queens he would do this thing but i know this is really messed up and don't do this guys it's 2021 but back in the day when we were like eight right i don't want to get canceled here he would lean in and he'd be like yo remember how those people are talking it'd be like chinese people or arab people or whatever and he'd be like, remember how they're talking? And then later on, he'd be like, oh, my friend, Habibi. And then, you know, whatever. So, like, I was always interested in, like, trying to get my, my voice to do other sounds. So, so yeah, I, I I do appreciate the impression game. I have a buddy that comes on the podcast pretty frequently named uh, Tommy Two Phones, man. He's a, a rugby player in Florida, bro. I think you guys would fucking hit it off. Absolutely incredible. Um, but he does impressions all the time, and he done like gay Dwayne the Rock Johnson for me yesterday <laughs> and he leaves me like voicemails all the time and I never know who I'm gonna get and dude it's so fucking cool like like I, I literally <laughs> I used to be able to do Trump pretty good but like that's it you know what I'm yeah. saying like I can do Trump and then I can do like people in my life you know what I mean like I can sound like like my I friends feel... to other friends but that's about it yeah I feel like Trump there's like different takes I, I can only do a couple of my friends. Like I've got one friend. He's a drummer, uh, a really cool drummer from. Uh, he's actually got his own record label. He's trying to start right now. But 
his his impression is really easy. I just do a really low voice that only speaks like six words in a month. So he's just like, oh, okay. That is excellent, Frank. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's. I feel like Trump is like a. Um, He's pretty easy, I think. Uh, Nancy, Nancy. She thought she was gonna get us. She thought she was the best. She's not as good. Yeah, Kamala. Kamala. China. China. <laughs> you know, honestly, like I, I didn't like Trump as like a um, as a a presidential figure, but I got to admit, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss the antics, the the tomfoolery of uh, that administration. I just really dislike Kamala, just because of like what she done in, <laughs> in California, bro. I mean, fucking yeah, inmates, yeah, inmates, and I have I, I have family that. incarcerated, so like that shit fucking hit me a little bit differently than. Like the other shit, you know what I mean? She, she was, you know, you know, I don't get, I don't understand, like, what everyone's so, like, like, I understand that she's the vice president, but, like, a vice president, you don't, you didn't win anything. Like, you were just picked by someone else. Yeah, you're just, you're just, you're lucky to be here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you just coattailed in. And when you look at the delegates during the primary, she won zero, like, absolutely zero delegates. Yeah, I, uh, so, uh, I, yeah, I, I just yeah. I don't get into the I don't get into Joe Biden. I don't get into Kamala. Uh, yeah, Trump yeah. wasn't the best, but you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, he 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 tried or whatever. I I, I disagree with, the, with some things he did, but uh, can you really knock the guy for getting Big Macs for all those football players? Like, come on, that was amazing. I I like how he he bought like the worst fast food. For like high level athletes, <laughs> you know what I mean. I just like the way he played it because he was just like, I could have had the first lady. I could have had him stay up all night making salads, but instead, I got what everyone likes. I got Big Macs. I've got Whoppers. <laughs> I single handedly brought the McRib back. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, if they released a sandwich called the McTrump that was just like a regular God. burger with like Asiago cheese on it and like gold smear flakes, I'd I'd order it. I'd stand in line every day. Dude, can I mean, you <laughs> can you do a Ronald McDonald Donald Trump mass like matchup? <laughs> I can actually. I think that would have been amazing to have Trump dressed as Ronald McDonald up there giving them out, you know, burgers. I think uh, I think we need more salt on these fries. What do you say? <laughs> hey, what do they say? He's always like, if you notice, he was always like referring to people like in back of him. Like we've got John over here. John, say hello, John. He's the best. He's the greatest. John, he's shy. He's shy. Raise your hand, John. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, that dude, that dude sheepishly stands up. Like you ever, you ever been out with like your parents and they go to introduce you to somebody? <laughs> And like you, you're like you're like nervous to say hello. <laughs> I had a I had a moment like that that was really bad uh, in high school. I took a class. I took AP Bio, right? Um, and I I got a five on the on the AP. Uh, Holy exam. fuck! Dude, out of a hundred? 
no, 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 the, the, no, 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 like the, it was a ranking of five. Like at the end of the year, you take like these, uh, these tests, this like standardized test to see if you get any college credits, um, for the class. And it's like out of five. So five is the best score you can get. Not a lot of people get it. And, uh, the, the biology teacher, this Indian woman named Miss Gupta, she was so proud of me that she, she actually came to my house and like asked my mother to have dinner at our house. Now I did not know this, you know? So I was like out with my friends that Friday. Smoke, smoking weed, you know, doing the Mexican amphetamines. <laughs> definitely, I had, I definitely had a little Ziploc with me, and I was definitely snorting around doing fun dips. I definitely um, had a big map, a big Mac, and a whippet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and so I come home completely just disturbed, and um, I, my biology teacher is sitting there. My mom is sitting there, and we're having, like, fucking rice and beans like we always have. And I'm like, oh, shit. And uh, that was awkward. That was that was being introduced in the worst way. Do you think uh, she wanted, like, an arranged marriage kind of thing with you? Like, she was like... Nah, she was definitely doing, like, a whole, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you really studied hard. Um, I was like, oh, thank you. She's like uh, a Coach really Carter kind of thing? Yeah, pretty much. Like she came through to kind, uh, kind of just like gas me up and be like, "Wow, you did great!" Now you're gonna have biology. I didn't have to take a bio when I went to college, but that was a scam anyway. <laughs> was she hot though? Oh no, 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 oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, this is man. like mom level, you know? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I see this woman as a mom. Like, <laughs> shout out Miss Gupta. Shout out to Miss Gupta, Ch- Chumpy Gupta. Uh, we love you. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome on this podcast anytime, <laughs> Miss uh, Miss Gupta. We can talk about meiosis and the reproduction of sexual uh, uh, organs or sexual cells. Yeah. Uh, so let me let me ask you this. <clears throat> this might be kind of kind of weird, right? But you come off to me okay. as a very smart person. Like, I can tell just from talking to you, like, you're very fucking smart. Do you, like... I, yeah, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, well, I've always been, like, uh... Well, yeah, I did, yeah. I, I, thank you, continue. <laughs> you, no, so you come off, you come off, like, super fucking smart to me, right? Like, I mean, and I'm, like, I'm 100% sure, like, you are a very smart person, right? Does that affect your art, like, at all? Because you are so smart? Because... Uh, I don't I know how I'm so. trying to word this. Um, I I think a lot of um, I, well, I think the, the the famous quote is like creativity is just intelligence having fun. Uh, I don't know how much of the like my my intellect goes into the the art. It never stalls me. I feel like I go into this kind of like trance where I'm just like kind of doodling and messing around. Uh, maybe when I'm thinking about symmetry or or whatever. I know that when I'm doing shading, I think about light as individual light particles coming down from a certain angle over things and, like, how they would reflect or, like, what the materials of those things are. Because that's what I studied in college. Uh, I studied material science engineering, and that was, like, uh, that goes into a lot of the the light physics. That's pretty fucking cool. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But I think, I I don't want to intimidate anyone that's listening, because I think a lot of art is just really just sitting sitting around and looking at things and like stop assuming you know 
stop assuming that light falls on something like that. Just why don't you just look at it? Light up something in a certain way and just look at it and then copy it from your you know, don't trace it, obviously how are you supposed to trace it, but you know, copy it. I uh yeah, I remember I was like trying to because like I'm artistically talented to a point. But I was like trying to learn like shading at one point, and that's what I used to do. Like I would look at something, and then I would hit it with a light from like a bunch of different angles to yeah. see, like you know, how it would light up. Yeah, and you yeah. know what's the uh, you know it's kind of like if you're shading with a pencil or with charcoal, kind of the the hack that I've I've discovered is like lay down like a light gray tone first. You know, something that could be erased, light gray tone. Then fill in your blacks as needed, right? Go because oh, you can always go darker. It's harder to go lighter. Uh, you want to save the whites for at the end, right? Those like little light marks. You mm-hmm. want to just take an eraser and just erase those in, and boom, you're in. Boom, yeah, yeah. What do you like? What is your preference when it comes to art? Like, would you rather draw with pen and paper, or would you rather use paintbrushes? Procreate? What's I, the? I I I just recently got into digital art. I bought a drawing tablet. I splurged a little bit. Um, my preference would be like a little brush pen and paper or like a charcoal, you know, a couple, like a 2B uh, and a 2H and like an F uh, charcoal pencil. Um, yeah. I don't follow very many artists on Instagram. I would read, like, I just do like the explore thing. Like I follow you and then I follow this other guy. Uh, I'm trying to think. His name's Joel Create, like Joel.create. Um, and he does like procreate shit and he makes like mountains and like skies and shit like that. And that recently, like see between your shit and then his, like I'm kind of inspired. Like I want to start drawing a little bit more, but it's one of those things where like I feel like I've put it down for so long that like I'm going to be shit when I pick it back up, you know? It It's true. You will be a little rusty when you when you start back up. But it's, it's one of those things that just the more you do it, the better it gets. And you will develop your own style. Hell yeah. If anybody wants to buy something from you, how do they do this? Let's go ahead and knock this out really quick. Oh, um, well, I do have, uh, I've, I've got a couple options. I've got a, a Fiverr. Um, I've also got a Venmo. Uh, my Fiverr is at Conquistador. So if you know how to spell Conquistador replace quist or quest in spanish with queef that's conquistador get the fuck out of here <laughs> my venmo uh if you wanted to get something right now I, i'm i'm open to just like consultations you know just hit me up on instagram like jiggy conquistador and we can talk about what you wanted if you wanted like an album cover or just like a uh you know an edit of like a picture you sent to me i could draw over it you know, I can paint over it. I can do something in Photoshop. Uh, that would all be consulted. I could, you know, ranging from like, I, it's pretty cheap. My budget is for people that are not too, uh, they're not looking to break the bank. I can do $5 for a charcoal drawing of someone. I can do $10 for like an album cover. I can do $15 if you want me to do a series of drawings of you and your friends. You know, let's get creative here. And we can haggle. I, I'm very Middle Eastern mindset where you come to me and we can talk about pricing yeah yeah dude everybody go check it out and check out his instagram let me bring it up so i don't misspell it even though i pride myself on being very uh grammatically correct so go follow him at jiggy j-i-g-g-y conquistador c-o-n-q-u-i-s-t 
A D O R. Dude, I fucking love your art, bro. Like, I don't, I, I cannot tell you that enough. Like, I absolutely love this shit. And I hope you, you, dude, I hope you succeed. And, uh, yeah, bro. I fucking, it's so crazy how we met, bro. I literally cannot get over that. Well, I'm glad we did, man. This is, this has been my introduction to the podcast world, and I'm, I'm glad to have stepped in. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to play a video really quick. And, uh, you're, I mean, you already know the video but i'm just gonna play it and yeah you can light up it's cool i want to burn my lips on these rocks because i am a tweaker (laughs) dude that huey video lives in my fucking head rent free bro shout out huey crowley (laughs) shout out legend shit legend shit Bro, when uh, he was smoking, when he was smoking the fucking the meth pipe with the Walmart tattoo on his neck, bro, I was like, "This dude is a star." Oh, I love, I love Huey, man. He he really exemplifies like um that that like never moved out of like the, the town you grew up in mentality, like uh you know three baby mamas and like paying child support to each of them for like $15 a week or like uh, never getting over that one cheerleader you banged that OD'd like that's just perfect essence and it represents them so well I, I, I so I did not know it was a character at first I'm not gonna lie bro <laughs> that's what a lot of people uh, they, don't, they don't realize but I, I think that's the gene I think a lot of artists uh, nowadays are like taking their art and transforming it into like an entire piece like it's it's a new movement you know is that do you feel like you're kind of doing that too with the uh the frazzle the clown uh i i was thinking i want to get into a character like i want to build like an online character i guess like my character would be like the persona of like how i perceive myself which is like very frantic manic um nerdy guy uh and that's how i would want to be perceived but you kind of like can't help but be perceived in, in the way that you're perceived so I think whatever character is formed by the audience, I think that's what I want to run with. Yeah. I kind of like, like before we started recording, like I was telling you, like I'm somewhere between like a, like a Joe Rogan meets Howard Stern with like the kind of shit that I talk about and like the people that I have on my show, but like somebody could perceive me 100% different and like, it's perfectly fine with me. You know what I mean? Like whatever you perceive me as yeah. is cool with me. And I think that's the cool thing about Huey is like, like, I, I don't care anymore. Like, I, I remember in high school, there were a lot of times that I, I was asked, um, people would come to me and they'd be like, are you gay? And I'd be like, why, do, why would you think that? And I used to be really offended, but then I was like, you know what? Whatever. And then I didn't care so much, and then I, I started dressing in, like, more flamboyant outfits and, like, gold pants and, like, you pink shirts. It. and Like, yeah, I embraced it a little bit. I, I ran with it. And, and so, you know, strangely enough, it got me more girls... Then when I was like trying to be like, oh, I'm a man. I'm a man who is a man. No shit. Yeah, man. I, I put on some frills and I went to some freaking underground like clubs in Brooklyn and, and around there. And it worked, man. It really did. People were like, who is this groovy motherfucker, man? This long wig. That's like, if I was to have <laughs> to describe you, if somebody was like, hey, describe Frank. I'd be like, yeah, that dude's fucking groovy. <laughs> that's the way i'd like to be portrayed i mean i i really i struggle with the name frank because i feel like frank is like the like my father's name is frank and he's like a big you know he's a big man 
Kulik. He looks like he works in construction, and I feel like that's the name Frank. What? What? Uh, <laughs> so, would you name me? I feel like if my name was anything, it would be like Francis. Oh, I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. But I, can... I have to. I have to rock Frank, you know. <laughs> yeah, you could also be like the boy named Fran, and I, I would be cool with that. Oh my god, I, I I know this is off topic, but Fran Drescher was my childhood sexual fantasy. Oh, 100%, dude. Same here, dude. The nanny on replay, bro. Oh. All the time. Like, you know, you know, like when you're a young man and it's like you see something that makes you uncomfortable at first, like you're like, oh no, I can't, <laughs> I, have to, I have to go. I gotta go, you know? I gotta go. <laughs> Or like it's like uh, American Psycho. Like I have to go return some tapes. I have to return some videotapes, <laughs> dude. Did you ever? This is off topic, but did you ever hear the dance, like the dance version of the American Psycho? <laughs> no, but I've seen so many American Psycho memes. Like it's, I, I love that movie and its community. So somebody put like a '80s music like dance track behind it. And it's just it's yeah, just Patrick Bateman. <laughs> I have to return some videotapes. I'm like, yeah, that's fire, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I like um, I like the Alex Jones and Kanye West as like a, a Tame Impala song. Oh fuck yes, dude! I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate your internet uh, history knowledge, dude. I I feel like. Um, I, I feel like I used to listen to ironic music ironically, and now I listen to that music sincerely, and it's scary. Dude, you know what song I get down to often? Let me bring it up on my fucking 90s music playlist. Living La Vida Loca, dude. Oh my god. In, in college, I had a kid who would wake up every morning to the song Life is a Highway. Oh, Jesus. I couldn't do that, dude. That I fucking way. hate Rascal Flats. <laughs> dude, and it was like... It, I, he was like a really cool guy, and it was like it always made me smile. Like I wake up with like a smile on my face here, and like life is a highway. Dude, he was I'm just. I'm going riding. <laughs> That's the kind and of guy you like, worry about doing whippets with. <laughs> Dude, he was like the kind of guy that would wake up on a Saturday morning, <clears throat> open up like a Yingling, that you know at that moment, play press play. Life is a highway. Oh hell He's yeah, slamming dude. it. He slams into your room. He's like, yo, you trying to play Yakuza right now? You're like, dude, do we have any more weed left? He's like, we got an eighth left. You want to play? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. You sit there all day just stoned playing Yakuza. He's just like playing that song on loop. He's like, yo, play that one Luigi's Mansion Bobby Shmurda mashup. I'm like, I'm on it. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Bobby, bitch. It's Bobby. <laughs> Wait, I forget what it's called. It's like Bobby's Haunted Mansion or something. I'm looking it up right now. Hang on, dude. I've got to. I've got to have this. Bobby, bitch. Bobby's haunted hotel. Uh, haunted. No, no. It's it's like it was on SoundCloud. Oh my god! I've got to know this. I forgot what Bobby's mansion. Here we go. I'm gonna play a snippet. So we have to immediately critique it afterwards. So fuck me. Alright, let's get it. There is nothing more oh, relaxing fuck. than sitting in my favorite spot I'm on the couch playing some game. There's a fucking ad first. <laughs> what the 
This shit is fire. I'm glad we got to experience Dude, I can hear you over there fucking like karate chopping and shit. <laughs> that just brought me back years of like playing that on like those huge subwoofers. You, you guys were like rolling through town listening to that? Rolling through Jersey City just fucking smashed off whippets listening to that? Fucking, well, college was New Brunswick, so we were like, that's that's more like Central Jersey. Uh, col- uh, college was fun, because like, that's when I really discovered like how big New Jersey was. Um, Is that when they filmed Harold and Kumar? Uh, I don't, I probably, they filmed it somewhere in Central Jersey. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like the geography of New Jersey, but it's like in the north, everyone thinks they're from New York. In the central part of New Jersey, everyone thinks they're Philly. And in the south, everyone thinks they're the south, even though they're not the south, right? So what? when you get to college, you, you, you realize, like, immediately, like, there are, like, the south will rise again people. <laughs> there are, like, Eagles fans everywhere. There's, like, these, like, fake gangsters, these make-believe gangsters walking around. There's, like, um, you know, greasers, you know, like, where the fuck did these people come from? The 1950s? There's, like, greasers from suburban towns with leather jackets, and they're like, whoa, you know, oh, I'm Italian, you know, whoa. Yeah, what about, what about the, the people club? that watch too many episodes of The Sopranos? Where do they fit in? Dude, The Sopranos is, like, The Sopranos, Bruce Springsteen, and fucking uh what else is like super new jersey oh, oh not really they don't I really forgot about the Bruce springsteen being from jersey the boss the, the boss. boss the boss <laughs> i'm the boss the boss of sauce dude that guy is a joke he's a fucking clown you don't he's like bruce Madonna. i i i i like he's kind of a good guy but um, I worked for three years during college. Like, I worked at this place called the State Theater. It was, like, a musical theater that had, like, a live performances, and I was, like, working behind the bar. And there were many times that I was working late because, like, a show was extended because Bruce Springsteen showed up and decided to do an encore for some band. And all these people stayed and had to buy drinks, so I had to stay. So there were many a time that Bruce Springsteen ruined my night. He ruined your night, but think of how many people's lives he fucking, he made. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Dude, I need you to picture, like, it's it's Saturday night. It's already 10.30. Your friends are at the bar. They're like, where are you? I'm like, dude, I can't come. The boss is on stage. Fucking Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Dude, people would be, like, setting up the bar, like, did you hear Bruce Springsteen might be here? Oh, that's so cool. And I'd be like, I hope that son of a bitch doesn't show up. I, s- <laughs> I swear to God, that son of a bitch shows that's, up. That'd be like the equivalent of you. That's the equivalent of you hating Jimmy Buffett because you got drunk and got kicked out of a Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. You know, I didn't think anyone actually listened to Jimmy Buffett seriously. But uh, my dad, he's a chef, and my dad works with this guy uh, on occasion. Who's like a huge Jimmy Buffett fan? He's a parrot head. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know they had a name. They had a name and everything. Like, I didn't know how many songs Jimmy Buffett had. But like, we did this event at a hospital where I helped my dad like cook and shit for the event. And like this guy, this guy, let's call him like Big B. Big B, he's got Jimmy Buffett on. 
all day from like 4 a.m. <laughs> 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm hearing like cheeseburger in paradise. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's like the country <laughs> version of the Grateful Dead for a lot of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yes. He really is. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get the the appeal. You know what is it? Dude, I got smashed drunk in a Margaritaville in Myrtle Beach, bro. It's pretty <laughs> sweet. They have like a little hurricane inside the building, like every fucking thirty minutes. It's pretty sweet. Dude. There's a lot of time and effort put into that. I I've only been to a cheeseburger in Paradise, like the restaurant, and that was pretty good. So I can't I can't complain. Oh, I didn't know that was like an actual place. Yeah, he's got like a little burger. It's, it's a burger joint. It's pretty cool. Rate the burgers like one through ten. But yeah, fuck the boss. You know, you've ruined too many of my weekends, buddy. Wait, you know? no, no, no. Wait, go go back to the cheeseburger and Paris. Rate rate the burger for me, one through ten. Ah, uh, the last time I ate there, I was like ten. So I don't think I had much of a standard back then. I just remember like being reading and my mom get like letting me get like the slider, got the sliders, and I ate them all really fast. I was going through one of those like you know, like when you're first hitting puberty and you're just eating like a demon. Yeah, you uh, don't know why either. You're just like I want fucking Doritos and seven eleven hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're eating yeah, you're eating like a beast. You're eating like sh- literally like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, like the old Scooby Doo when he would pile up like a huge seven foot sandwich and just shove it down his throat. <laughs> yeah. That used to be my so thing, I, I can't <laughs> I, I, I I long for that aesthetic. So yeah, I'd I'd rate them like a six, maybe. Maybe a seven. I ate them as if they were like a ten. Dude, speaking of shit that's, like, off the cuff, you know that song Hold On by Wilson Phillips? <laughs> no. You don't know this song, bro? No. I, I, is Wilson Phillips, like, a country artist? No. She, hang on, dude. I'll play it for you. She, We have to critique okay. it immediately, like, as soon as it's done so the copyright doesn't bone me in the ass, but... Okay, okay. Um, damn it, you, I know you're gonna know the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, so oh, yeah. I started I started listening yeah. to that ironically, and now it's like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, at least that's still that's still a regular song. I was like, um, I don't I don't see anything wrong with that song. Like, I I really like a lot of Madonna songs because they were for some reason whenever I would get like dumb drunk in college and like be walking home from a bar i would always for some reason want to listen to like holiday you know like holiday yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know about anyone else but like when i'm just dumb drunk i i'm not like i don't give a shit about i gotta walk normal i'm just doing like a performance like it's the fucking super bowl halftime show and i'm the backup dancer all the way my way back to my dorm and shit like do you do you have like one drunk anthem? Like, is it Madonna or no? My my biggest <laughs> my drunk. There, there's a couple like drunk songs. Like, there's a there's there's one song. Um, you know, EXO Life Tour. Hell yeah, dude! I feel like that's the one song that will like revive me if I'm ever passed out at a party. Dude, I seen Little Uzi uh, in Miami in 2018. 
at Rolling Loud, dude, and he jumped off the fucking, like, the highest point you could climb into the state, or into the, the crowd or whatever. Bro, it's fucking that's, insane. That's too crazy. Like, what is wrong with that man? Dude, well, he just got a fucking $24 million gem put in his head, dude. Like, that's fucking crazy to me. I saw that he that he posted on Twitter that if it gets removed the wrong way, he will die. And yeah. my dad just looked. He's like, you know that guy's going to die, right? I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that's fucking, that's fucking crazy, bro. I just don't understand. Like, you know what's going to be a sad day? It's going to be a very sad day when he's, like, 63 and he has to go and, like, get that, like, surgically removed so he can sell it at, like, a loss, probably. And I don't, he has think, to use it to pay, like, his, like, mortgage, you know, on his third home. You think, uh, you think you'd do that, or you think you'd just wear it, like, you'd keep it in at the nursing home, just to prove a point at that point, you know what I mean? I, I feel like the career path that little Uzi is on... I feel like by the time he's 60, he's not going to be at the same level that, like, Michael Jackson was at. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, huh. I don't know. What did you think of the weekend? Like, what did you think of the weekend Super Bowl performance? All right, listen, I'm, I've got some very, what might be controversial opinions. Um, I don't know. I don't know what most people's opinions are on the weekend. But I know that I used to listen to the weekend back a long time ago. I don't know. One of his first, like, albums I listened to and I was like oh this is good sad boy music and then um he like blew up and I he didn't really the acknowledge devil, him at all because I was like I don't really like yeah <laughs> I didn't like acknowledging like people that are so or things that are so famous because I like to watch stuff after the hype dies so I can get like a more clear view of it or listen to shit after the hype dies but I would hear you know the songs in passing but it wasn't until I heard all of them, like, in conjunction one after the other, that I thought to myself, like, you know what? I'm a big Weekend stand. And I am. I'm a huge Weekend stand. Dude, he's so him. good, bro. Beauty Behind the Mad, my album, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's, like, three music oh, yeah. videos where he, like, sells his soul to the devil, and then, like, he tries to, like, fucking kill the devil and shit, bro. He is such a good storyteller. It, even on After Hours now, like, the whole cosmetic thing that he's been, he's got going on. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, does he do? Ev- is he a part of everything? Like, is is he in charge of all of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he puts like the whole thing together himself. He's like telling a story, bro. It's fucking insane. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. Because I know that some people like they're like they have artists that come in and like do all the directing for the music video or the writing or whatever. But um, to hear that it's like all him, that is big props. I'm a big fan. I think he's doing it better than anyone else right now. Fuck yeah, dude. Before I let you go, I know bro, that people are given... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, go right ahead, go right ahead. I was going to say, like, I know a lot of people are, like, we're saying that, like, Bruno Mars was, like, the second coming of Michael Jackson, but I think, like, I think the, it's the weekend, weekend might have it. Yep. Yeah, for sure, the weekend. No, I was going to say, before I let you go, you got to you gotta tell us your favorite weekend song. Ah. Uh, I'm still fine. I don't know the names of them. I just know like, <laughs> the way they run. Like that shit just like when I when I hear it, uh, I work in retail, unfortunately. Very sad face, big F's in the chat. But um whenever that shit comes on, I am just like flash dance like 
You talking about that, that song? Uh, Blinding lights. Bl- yeah, blinding lights. Yeah. <laughs> That's just amazing. Oh, fuck. Bro, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know the last question that I ask people, the last two questions I ask is, hey, I need you to give the listeners any sort of life advice possible. Like, anything you got, just give it to them, and then tell us where we can find you. All right, listen. Let me break down some heavy game for you, obviously. I mean, you want to hear something influential, let me tell you. I'm going to give it to you straight stop making excuses and i'm not saying that things don't happen yes things happen but you can work a 40 hour a week job or maybe a 60 hour a week job right and you can still do things little by little plan them out i promise you you know the right tools for the right job you want to plan them out it takes time right but maybe it takes you 100 days to embroider a small thing that you put on your purse right but even so after 100 days you wear it to your job people are like how'd you make that People find out that you can make that. You sell your knowledge, not the product. Sell your knowledge, not the product. Sell your knowledge, not the product. Right? Write that down. Right? <laughs> and just get it. Get it, my guy. Get it. And just actually work on your shit. Because I know a lot of you guys complain and you, you spend all day in your bed looking at memes. I know you motherfuckers do that. Stop playing with me, you know? Uh, and you can check me out at, at Jiggy Conquistador or at <laughs> the Drawing Clown on, uh, on Twitch.tv. <laughs> fuck dude i had such a fucking good time doing this bro i'm gonna link your instagram everybody listening phonesoap.com just hit the fucking link tree in the bio dude i shouldn't have to tell you guys all this shit every single episode phonesoap.com using a takedown uh adidas sponsors this podcast so go get you some of that three stripe life uh go buy you a new jujitsu gi some cbd uh, hey, this podcast brought to you by Silk Road. You can buy drugs and grenade launchers. Thank you once again, Frank. Bro, you can get COVID vaccines on the deep web. Oh, God, don't, no, 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 don't, don't buy that. Don't buy that. 